Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this call for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. And good night. In the sky, stars are bright. Round your head, flowers gay. Set your slumber still day. Lullaby. Wow, <laughs> the power of a cry. Desperate times, right? <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. Anyone who has ever heard a newborn crying out and not stopping, I mean, you know how they just go on and on. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the word colicky comes to your mind. What do you do? One of the <laughs> desperate measures when our son Robbie the Third was that way was to put him in his car seat and start driving. And often it wouldn't be long, and yeah, he would be off to sleep. Fortunately, gas was pretty cheap in those days because we did a lot, a lot of nighttime baby cruising. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you didn't want to take that moment to get him out of the back seat, Jerry, because oh my word. If he woke up at you, it was on again. So how about you? What was your surefire way to get Junior to sleep? We would love to know your creative bawling bedtime story. 866-348-7884. We have lines open here on Easter Eve, and we would certainly love to hear how you handled your tearful Tammy. In fact, (laughs) Ford announced this week a special crib that simulates a car ride. It's called the Ford Max Motor Dream. Maybe you've heard about it. (laughs) We even have that video at christiancarguy.com. Jerry, this crib, it has the noise. It has the lights. You know how the lights will go through the car and they kind of flash. It tilts back and forth. I mean, it's amazing. So along those lines, we also have 
some car safety 101 with our uh, car seat safety 101 with our Christian body shop guy, Jerry, from Ray's Body Shop. You witnessed something the other day that was just horrifying, right, Jerry? Yeah, it's uh, you talk about safety in, in the automobiles and putting our kids in a in the child seat. I was at a corner of another shop. I dropped a car off and had gone up to go over some things about that vehicle. And as I was standing there, a car turned from the main road onto this side road right in front of another vehicle coming. I guess that would be going westbound and just got tagged in the side. Well, lo and behold, to my astonishment, it was back a few weeks ago when we had that warm spell. And so they had the windows down in their car. In the back seat was a child, must have been three years old, two years old maybe, that got projected out of the window. In which, you know, instantly you see that, it just, your your heart stops and you run over. But uh, the mother had got out of the car by the time I'd got there and picked him up. The baby was crying with skin up, but nothing more than that. And I was just amazed. I just imagine what if that would have been in a lane of traffic or could easily fall on child's head or yeah that's but, know, it, but it was it looked like it was fun they were having all kind of fun is standing up in the back seat thinking nothing of it and hey yeah that's car seat safety 101 is use one <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least attempt or, even, to use. <laughs> or at least use a seat belt you know that that it's amazing how many of those things happen but one of my first introductions to car seat safety is right after I became the general manager of what was then Bob Neal Chrysler Plymouth Jeep Eagle. I'm so I'm going to guess this was 1993 or thereabouts. And I hadn't been there a week. And somebody in a Chrysler minivan had not put the back seat down properly, you know, the back seats latch in, and they had not put the back seat down properly, and they had a back hatch problem in those years with the Chrysler minivans. And somebody hit the back of one of those vans. The pop, the back popped open. The back seat came out, and here was this baby in a car seat in the middle of Interstate 40, right? With wow. <laughs> <laughs> fortunately, I mean, really, fortunately, nobody got hurt, but it made for great news. And everybody on the planet wanted to know how in the world could such a thing happen. And of course, the parent wouldn't claim that they didn't have the seat even latched down. I'm talking about. The back seat itself, it came out in those days, and, and it wasn't latched down. Of course, they weren't going to say anything about that, but Chrysler had the problem with the hatch, and they ended up getting recalled. So the next thing I knew, I had more interviews, news people coming, what's up with these Chryslers and these peoples, and of course, they all had the picture of the car with the baby seat on the, And so it just gets down to, we don't realize that you know every moment that we have our kids in the car is a precious moment, and... There's lots of issues like, is the seat latched? Is the car seat in properly? And, of course, we're going to get into a lot of that. But since it is Easter Eve, I wanted to play a very special name that noise Easter edition. <laughs> it's time to play Define That And no, defense. there's no rabbit involved. I'm just going to that roar. <laughs> Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. So today, if you can name that noise, you call in at 866-348-7884. Plus, we're still waiting for your call on those 
you know, those trips that you that you used to take or what you used to do to get Junior to sleep. But we would love for you to call in and try to name this noise, 866-348-7884. And if they can name that noise, Kim, tell them what they'll win. All right, Robbie, they will win a copy of Stu Epson Jr.'s book, The Last Words of Jesus, right on time for Easter. There you go. The Last Words of Jesus coming your way. If you can name this particular noise, 866. All right. There's the noise with a little bit of the music in the background, so you can still hear it. We're going to play it again in a second. But if you can name that particular noise, 866-348-7884, you'll get Stu's book, The Last Words of Jesus. Jesus will play it one more time so that you can hear it without the music in the background. There you go. It's a great time to call in and win. Plus, tell us your bedtime. Well, man, you may have been creative or something good. 866 348 7884. 866 34 Truth. Did you have that with your daughter, Jerry? Did you ever struggle? Well, yeah. But she was pretty, I mean, it would be all hours of the night. She'd wake up, but usually go back to sleep pretty good. She's a lot like. Like her mom and dad enjoy sleep, so that was I was a lot to be grateful for. But it never failed. Once you were going anywhere, if you put a child in that safe in that seat and stuff, and driving a car, boom, they're sound asleep. And she was certainly would do that in a heartbeat. But you know, as I was sitting here, we're talking about that. Robbie will probably you're same generation I am, and, and and in the past we look back. How many times were you put up in the back of a package tray in a car to ride around and go to sleep, or laying in the back seat and Hey, some good sleeping in a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil Canada is one of the production guys here. Well, last night was hearing me put together these baby cries, you know, in the introduction that we did. And he was like, what in the world are you up to? And he goes, oh, man, I used to sleep in this 63, back of the 63 Mercury. And I saw it l- lately, and I was like, how in the world did I ever fit back there? And then I thought, well, I was only five. And, you know, <laughs> in those days, you know, it was amazing how all that stuff happened but you know those that's way back oh. but we would love to hear your story maybe you can name that noise 866-348-7884 is a number to call in 866-34-TRUTH and as always it has something to do with the message we're sharing today on the Christian Car Guy show but I also want to mention that coming up Saturday April 29th we are going to be traveling to Atlanta Georgia there's a classic car show that is happening at the Sweetwater Baptist Church. And so they've kindly invited us to come down there and help with sort of an evangelistic message that they're going to provide as well as uh, have a great car show. So if you're in the Atlanta area or, you know, somebody down in that area, we're going to be again at the Sweetwater Baptist Church. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. They got trophies and all that stuff. And of course, we'll be broadcasting live and that's coming up just two weeks, April 29th. So we got so much more Christian Car Guys show coming up. And it's a great time during the break to call 866-348-7884. Tell us what that noise is or maybe share your bedtime, how you did it, how you got them to sleep. We're all figuring out these car seat safety sleeping. It's all coming together.
We are talking <laughs> the talking. power of a cry. Yes, it's a challenging thing when those children there, you're, you know, they're your pride and joy. And boy, there's something that just cries out to your heart when they start doing that and, and you want them to go to sleep. And so sometimes you take to the roads. And when you do, we got to make sure we got car seat safety going on. We got to make sure that, um, it, you know, that it, that it's a safe thing because it's precious cargo, right? Yeah. And, you know, the thing about car seats, there's no reason in the world anyone should not know how to properly use a car seat because every town, every community have days where the highway patrol or the city police or the hospitals will have child uh, car seat safety days and well we're gonna we're gonna add to that okay. today a little bit on the christian car guy show well we have will is in chesapeake and he's gonna give a shot at naming that noise chesapeake virginia will you're on the christian car yes, guy show good, good morning good morning what do yes, you think I'll... go ahead no what do you... well well let's play the noise one more time so you'll have a good shot at, at, at naming that noise okay or there you go. There you go. All right, Will, what do you think that noise is? I think it's a car wash. A car wash? Yeah. Oh, I love that. A car wash. You know, there might be a car wash actually going on in the background while that's happening. Okay. So we're, we're going to give you, a, we're going to send you out a book because there could be a car. But that, I bet you, Jerry, that's a great answer. Yeah. yeah. And, and have you ever tried that one, Will, with your child? Take them to the car wash. No, I have not. I, we have two sons that are both grown now, and they were very good sleepers. Both of them, we never had to take them out of the car. <laughs> we were very fortunate, and we have three little grandchildren now, and they are the same way. You put them down, and they are down for the count. Lucky man. That's all I can we, say. We were very blessed with our sons and grandchildren. We still are. I would say. I would say. But it's fun to sit through a car wash. There's no doubt, isn't it? It is. It really is. I, I like it myself. <laughs> <laughs> There's something that's just, you know, I hadn't thought about that. I'm going to have to create a sound like that one, Will. That's a better idea than what I have. <laughs> okay. I'll it. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you calling in. God bless. Have a happy right, Easter. You. That is you so well, wonderful. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> All right. We have Anita, who is in Silverdale, Washington, and she's going to give a shot at Naming that noise. Anita, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm excited to hear your answer to what you think. Well, let's play the noise one more time so that okay. you can have a good shot at it. Okay. You know, it's it's a little different than my normal noises, but go ahead. So, Anita, what do you think that is? I think it's the ocean waves. Oh, wow. Now, that would put a baby to sleep. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> now, again, we there might well be some ocean in the background because I wasn't there when this was recorded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's in the realm of possibility. <laughs> it's within the and so we're going to give it to you, and it definitely is along the lines of getting your children to sleep. So we're going to go with your answer, Anita, for now. But, of course, anybody else who wants to call in at 866-348-7884 and give it a shot, we would love to do that as well. Do you have any children, Anita? Um, no, they're all grown, and they have children of their own. Did you ever have those nights? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, yes, I remember well. And I did what you weren't supposed to do. I would just put them in bed with me. 
Well, that is, that's, we did that with our youngest. And those are some precious memories now, aren't they? Yes, they are. Because we don't yeah. have them to put in bed with us anyway. And, and so I'm glad, personally, I don't care what the doctors say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. It was kind of the natural thing to do. Yes, it is. It is. And, you know, as a child who used to love to climb in bed with my parents, you know, that's a that's a really comforting feeling in it, Jerry. Yeah. To climb in your bed. Yeah. So I've it always is. got this kid heart, and it's just a wonderful thing. Well, Anita, thank you for calling in. God bless you. We God appreciate you your too. answer very much today. God bless you. Okay. Thank, thank you so much. Well, you may have another idea about what that noise may be, and we would love to hear yours at 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. And with this Passover season, you know, I wanted to have a special appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Cry out for the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> Blink that up. And up till lift our now. voice for understanding. Yes, we cry out, and Easter is a great time to study crying out. And perhaps, you know, if, if you ever went to a Passover Seder, and we did one last Thursday night, it was so wonderful, at Peace Church in Durham, and you may know that they dip a lot of stuff in salt water to imitate the tears of the Egyptians that were in the slave, they were slaves, right, to the Egyptians. But it's an interesting thing, and I'm just going to point this out, even before we get to my study that's coming up at the end of the show. That think about when you were freed from your slavery of sin. Those of us who are listening know what it was like the moment you realized what Jesus paid for and how you were freed. And you will read in most occasions, people, they shed many, many tears. That's part of the salvation experience. One of the best ones you can read about is in Pilgrim's Progress. I mean, he, he wept and he wept and he wept because... There are streams of living water that come out. Oh, it's such cool stuff. And we're going to get to that in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. And I wanted to mention that our website, christiancarguy.com, Car Seat 101, we've got all that stuff that shows some really interesting stuff. At least two of the most common mistakes that I see, of course, the new Ford Motor Max Motor Dream Crib. <laughs> you can see a video <laughs> a on that. And it happens to be Spanish. I can't help that, that it's made for Europe but at this point. But nonetheless, there's subtitles, plus you get to see the thing. It's really cool. And the power of crying Moses style uh, when Moses faced death. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Hundreds of articles, all sorts of stuff coming up. But right now we got Alan is in Youngstown, North Carolina. And Alan, you're on the Christian Car Guy show, and he wants to name that noise. Alan, we're going to play it one more time for our listeners right. to, to get a chance. Whoa, whoa, the music's whoa. coming up. <laughs> Alan. That is not the noise. <laughs> so I'm going to ask, music. can you stay on with me through the break so that you can name that noise? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. When no we problem. come back, we got Alan, we got Effie, and the other lights are lighting up. So I'm so excited. We're going to be playing more Name That Noise as we cry out today on a Christian Car Guy Show.
I just love that music. I love that. <laughs> I love that, I love that baby crying. Now, wait, how long did they did go back into archives to find that when you was crying like that, Robbie? <laughs> just when was that? I really, I, I had a lot of fun putting that together. You know, I found some really cool uh, Brahms lullaby and mixed it with that baby which was just particularly a good uh, cry that reminded me a lot of my own son. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we have Alan is in Youngstown. He was on this to name this noise we have today on the Christian Car Guy show as we're talking about the power of a cry and crying out and, and, and what a cars can do in conjunction with that. And we're going to play that noise one more time so that Alan will have a good shot at this. Go ahead, Kim, when you're ready. All right, Alan, do you have it? Well, I think I do. I agree with the other two, but I'm going to go with it's a plane or a jet plane going overhead. I love that. So, <laughs> possibly, yeah, possibly. It could have been near an airport, yeah, so it it been, be near it, an airport ocean, and there was an ocean by, and they were in the <laughs> car wash, and all this, man, that's, there was a lot of stuff going on in that particular, and, 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 uh, I'm going to throw out a little bit of a hint for you, Alan. Although I love yep. that, and it could well have taken place, I've often used that particular soundbite in Christian Car Guy Theater because it's 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 very good. And now I know there's an ocean and and all sorts of stuff. That is really cool. Well, thank you, Alan. I'm going to give that to you as well, and we're going to get the, the book out to you. I'm so excited. And we have Effie is in Durham, North Carolina. Oh, we lost Effie, but we have Valerie, who's in Cary, North Carolina. Oh, Valerie gave up. But Carla, it, they're all in that area, in the Raleigh-Durham area. Carla, I hope you're with us. Hello? Hello, Carla. Hey, how you doing? Are you ready to play Name That Noise? I am. Okay. Well, give it your best shot. We've had a lot of interesting answers. I was thinking it was a shower or falls. A shower or what now? Shower. Or the Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. You know, isn't that cool? That's awesome. I love that. And so we've now added something else to my noise. Um, and, and I'm going to give it to you, even though it's not exactly what I was looking for, because I was not there when they recorded it. It could clearly been near the Great Lakes, where Niagara Falls well, you know, and, and waves. You at the beach. You ever the little area, common yeah. area, where they have a shower outside? I think it, it makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But nonetheless, that's a great answer. And wouldn't that put a baby to sleep if they were by a Niagara Falls? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I love your answer. I think I think you're exactly right, Carla. God bless you. I appreciate you playing today. Yes, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. We have Ken is in Colfax, North Carolina. Isn't that in North Carolina? Yep, okay. Colfax. Ken, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I haven't heard all of your broadcasts. Uh, would would you like us to play the noise again so you know can... I heard it. I just heard it. Okay, good. You played it. But I just, uh, passing traffic's what it comes to my mind. <laughs> it's actually, you are, that's what I thought I was using. It's it's called car ambiance, which is clearly just passing traffic. And, and yeah, here's, well, the, here's, what I, here's what I was thinking, Ken, oh. that people, if they wanted to email me, I would be happy to send them that track. And they could play that in their cribs at night because Ford's yeah. charging. Who knows what Ford is charging <laughs> for this Dream Max, you know, crib that they're in, which essentially is playing that same. <laughs> 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 but add a little, add a little ocean, a little Niagara Falls, 
a little airplane yeah. flyover car wash car and, wash and, and something else uh, if you've got a noisy refrigerator like me i tell you when the ice maker dumps it sounds like somebody breaking in the back door oh there you go there you go thank you ken god bless you're exactly okay. right well we can't leave these other callers because they could have something even better we got barbara is in greenville oh we lost barbara and maybe we lost bonnie is in king north carolina bonnie are you still with us I am. Wonderful. Bonnie, what were you thinking it was? Well, it sounds to me like the car is either going down a highway or sitting still beside a highway, and all the cars are rushing past. You are also, Bonnie, you are exactly right. That's what it is. It's, it is it the sound of passing traffic. And okay. it works really good if you happen to be a sound technician working on Christian Car Guy Theater, and you're trying to make it sound like our characters that we, that we mix every week are sitting in a car. But I think it's absolutely the case that it helps put kids to sleep, don't you? Yes, I do. Did you ever have a child that you needed to to put to sleep with a car? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, I remember that. It those. works very well. <laughs> yes, it does. And so I'm thinking if Ford can get this out in the United States like they have in Spain, that, oh, my, it's going to sell well because I can think that a lot of parents that are – little sick of those midnight trips. Well, thank you for calling in, Bonnie. Bonnie, we so appreciate it. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you, too. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we do want to get to our actual uh, car seat safety at some point. We're in. The two things I noticed, which, by the way, I did my best. I, I really spent some time illustrating these at ChristianCarGuide.com so that anybody wanted to see what I'm talking about, you can see it. For those of us who drive older cars that don't have the newer seat anchors, which the seat anchors are wonderful inventions that, you know, all the newer cars have got anchors specifically for car seats and you don't need to use, you know, the, the extra clip that comes attached to the bottom of the car seat. But those of us who drive older cars like me, <laughs> old red, when we put car seats in there, if you do not use the clip, you lose about an inch or two of slack that would allow the car seat to come forward. And if you look at the picture that I have there at christiancarguy.com, you'll see a, a test, dummy, test dummy in a car seat, and you can see what, unfortunately, that two inches causes his little head to hit the back seat. And, you know, this could be tragic. So if you are still using the old-style car seat, which, by the way, when we used to these car seat safety inspections as a Chrysler dealer, we were one of those that did them. That was the thing that we saw most common. People didn't use the clip that came with the car seat. And so, you know, it's a possible tragedy waiting to happen. And the other thing that we would often see is the chest clip. And the chest clip is, um, the chest clip is that little plastic clip that, you know, slides down the two belts that is there to make sure that, the belts don't spread when the car actually gets hit. You know, when, the, when all of a sudden they lunge forward, that chest clip is just absolutely critical because it puts those belts where they should be. And um, so the chest clip being in the right position also is illustrated there at christiancarguy.com. And you can also see a test dummy there, what happens when that doesn't happen. And those are the two things that I've seen most common. Jerry, what, what have you seen? Yeah, it's just, a, you know, most of the time where you have a, issue with is just installation is just being able to put it in correctly and and 
you know, what good is it going to do if there's if there's play in it? Because you're still going to have the thing that's going to project the child into an object, and, and and that's what you don't want to happen. And most of that can be just remedied by installing it properly. And if you don't know how to install it, go to like I say, most even the hospital will will show you how to install a seat belt. I mean, a a child seat. So just don't take the chance. It's sort of like we talked about before, you know, where you didn't, somebody didn't clip, clamp the seat down properly. Or any policeman, just or, stop the policeman yeah. and say, they all have been trained in in that. But I would point out, there's also these unbelievable resources. The last time I checked, the last time I went to safecar.gov, it's probably been a couple of years since I looked into car seat safety, but oh, have they made some improvements in that website. And so if you go to christiancarguy.com, I have the links there. One one of the things that you can do is just put your car seat in, put your name and your model number in there, and it can tell you exactly what to do. Exactly what to do, but also if it has any recalls yeah. and and anything that that may be needed on that car seat, or if it even still meets the safety standards that they have in the car seats of today. And you know, you talk about recalls, and there's another thing that people don't realize. If you're in, especially, I'm not sure nationally in the state of North Carolina, if you're involved in a car accident and you have a child in a safety seat, the insurance company will replace that child seat. Yeah, absolutely. You know, at no cost. Because yeah, no cost. That's what your insurance is there yeah. for because once a car, a car seat's been in an accident, it's no longer considered safe um, if it's been in a severe accident, especially if the airbags were deployed. Yeah, because the, there's tons of people that I know that, that when we have cars that cycle through that don't let them know that, and then when they'll come to put their belongings back in the car they're putting an old seat in and i'll ask was that seat in there and oh yeah yeah well you can file that and whether you're not uh keep using yeah, it yeah yeah oh the power of a cry we've got so much coming up stay tuned you call us with your cry story 866-348-7884 Just let them fall like healing rain. Watch the walls start crumbling. Let your heart beat and feel the way you've carried disappear. Just let them fall right down your face. Hit the ground in a pool of grace and feel the things you haven't felt for years. Power of a cry today on the Christian Car Guys show, and you know it's an amazing, amazing thing if you begin to think about why your baby's cry just causes something to happen in your heart. As I was working with those sound files, you know, even though it was a recorded cry, it just it 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 grabs your attention. It it does something to you, and. Even for a moment, I wonder if any of us could consider what it must feel like for God. Um, that he, we were made in his image, and the reason our heart hears that the way that it hears it is because his heart hears it the way he hears it, and he hears particular cries. And, and I was thinking about that as I was preparing this Seder that I, that I was able to, I was just blessed to be able to do it at Peace Church in Durham this week. And um, 
I was really studying on the whole, you know, idea of what the freedom that was involved to the the children of Israel from slavery and what the tears meant to them. But as I was thinking about that, I couldn't help but think about Moses himself. And Moses, if you go back, you realize that there's a few times an ark is mentioned in the Bible. You have Noah's ark. It's pretty familiar. But then there's this other little baby ark, which kind of looks like a car seat. And I'm pretty sure that Mama Note Moses <laughs> buckled it into the Nile just right, so to speak. But it's an interesting thing that Moses's cry is what really saved his bacon. And Moses had a particular cry, it would appear, because the daughter of Pharaoh, number one, heard it. But if you look carefully and, and, and look back at the story in Exodus chapter 2, it was his cry that made her to have compassion on him. See, when, when they first opened the ark, apparently he wasn't crying. But when he saw something, it says, and then he began to weep, and then she had compassion on him. And why is that? Because she, too, had the heart of God, and that's what caused that situation to where she would begin to have compassion. Now, you may know that Moses was, in a way, he was, he was fathered by God because his normal father he wasn't able to have while he was being raised in the Egyptian court. But then there's an interesting thing. He goes off into the wilderness, and then he leads the people for 40 years. And I began to study this week on the death of Moses. And, you know, they don't know where he's buried, and you may have read that in Jude, that there was some discussion about where he was buried. But this really speaks to an interesting thing about Moses and his crying, that the Jews have quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit to say about Moses' death that's not in the Torah. They have it in what they call the Midrash. And there's a wonderful article that I've linked there at ChristianCarGuy.com called The Death of Moses. And it's wonderful because it speaks to two things. Number one, the power of cry. Remember, Moses was made to cry because God knew that he was going to have to get some of his people's attention on his cry. And think about this. He saved the children of Israel at one point in time when they had made the golden calf. And what did, what did Moses do? He cried to God, and that's what saved everybody's bacon. But according to the Jews, it, when Moses found out he was going to have to not make it into the promised land, he was not a happy Moses. <laughs> And, and their teaching is that he drew a circle in the dirt and he donned sackcloth and he poured ashes on himself and he began to cry out to God and cry out to God and cry out to God. And here's a quote right from the Midrash that just kind of takes my breath. It says, still as the sound of Moses's prayer to him above grew even stronger, the Holy One summoned the ministering angels and commanded them, go down in haste and bolt all the gates of every firmament for Moses' prayer was like a sword ripping and tearing and nothing could stop it. Does that sound like a baby cry to you? It was ripping. I mean, even when you know he's fine and he's been changed and he's got food... You still lay there in the bed, and it just rips and tears, and nothing can stop it. I I just think that that's it's beautifully descriptive. But there's a couple other little things that you'll note that you know in this prayer, as Moses began to pray, when God wouldn't answer him in the midrash, he started talking 
to the pieces of the elements because, you know, Moses had a particular power that we, you know, he developed with God that where he could make things happen. And so he starts talking to the earth and he starts talking to the sea. But what the, the, the Jewish people said it shows it, that the, the ancients had a sense of humor because when God said, came to the sea and, I mean, when Moses came to the sea and said, hey, 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 help me out here. <laughs> the Moses said, the, the sea said to Moses in the Midrash, Hey, boy, remember when you came to me and smote me with that rod? It says you smote me in 12 paths. Now, how many people, when they saw the Ten Commandments, saw 12 paths through the, through the Red Sea? We always picture one. But in that little section of the Midrash, it says that Moses, when he hit it with a stick, caused, right, for all the different tribes, had their own little path. I don't know. I'm just saying that's what the, this is what they teach. But it showed that the ancients had a sense of humor, but that the sea was pretty much mocking Moses because at this point in time, he wasn't able to do that. And then it says Moses kept on. He kept on, and God was like, you need to stop, Moses. You just need to stop. And But God said, look, I'll give you, you know, he says, if you want to see why it is Joshua needs to now be, you know, it's his generation, I will put you under I will put you under Joshua as his disciple. And as, and as soon as he did that, Moses became envious. And he was like, I can't, you know, he went to Joshua and he said, well, tell me what God said. And Joshua said, you never told me what God said. <laughs> and Moses said, oh, you've got to take my life. And Moses turned and said, no, I'd rather die than have one moment of envy. And then God wept in the Midrash because he too didn't want to see, you know, he had had this relationship with Moses and he didn't want Moses to die. He didn't want death to happen. And the point that all this makes to me is what must it have been like for God when he, when he heard my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Or in the garden again, Gethsemane, if it not be your will. So obviously Jesus cried. We know Jesus wept. There's a place in the scripture that he did. But can you have any understanding of the heart of God at this moment in history and what all took place? And as a result of these tears, streams of living water, it says in the Psalms, I believe it's 59.8, that God stores them up, that they're precious to him. And is that song related, when we cry, when you cry, there's an honesty of emotion that comes with some humility to admit I can't do this. I can't, I'm not capable of managing this. <laughs> and a baby is crying because they do not know what else to do. And wow, when we cry, streams of living water. Something to think about this Easter as we um, <laughs> are celebrating what freedom came as a result of the tears of Jesus. So, again, we're going to be in April 29th at the Car Show in Atlanta. Jerry, thank you for being with us today. It was really fun. Talking I enjoyed about it. it for sure. And uh, this Easter morning, um, he'll be risen indeed. And I know you're excited about that. I'm excited about that. And we'll live in a new year of freedom. Um, thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And this week, you know, you might spend some time.
finding out about Moses. It's a lot of cool stuff there. <laughs> Thanks for listening.